stuff. You're my best friend through thick and thin. Wherever we go, people will know the best of friends. Welcome to episode 232 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason, and this is the show where we get to know the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And on today's show, I talk to Al DeCant, the singing principal. Have you ever been sent to the principal's office? Well, this is one principal's office you'd want to get sent to because he knows what he's doing when it comes to making great music for kids and families. And what was really cool about talking to Al is that he spent so much time both in the classroom and as an administrator and seeing how he shifted careers going from that side of things, that side of the education world, to the music education world. And I I just really found it uh, quite fascinating, quite fascinating to to talk to him and and to hear how he got to the place where he is right now. And that clip you just heard is a song called My Best Friend, and it really shows all of the uh, the musical skill that Al brings to the table. And you, of course, you can hear the whole song at the very end of the show. That's the very end, not the friend, the very end of the show. That's the song, My Best Friend. Another thing that was really cool about talking to Al is because he spent so much time in the classroom and in schools, he, he knows about concepts that I wasn't, uh, necess- I wasn't necessarily familiar with. One of them is called numeracy, and I'm not going to give it away. But he he explained it to me during the course of the interview, and it's just a a, a it was cool. I love learning new things. I, I'm still got a head full of gravy and stuffing, so learning something new from from Al was was really nice. So of course, if you want to reach out to me, goodstuffpod at gmail.com or the at symbol goodstuffpod on all of social media. Here is the singing principal. Al DeCant. Talk to you at the end of the show. Good stuff. It's a great day to welcome the singing principal, Al DeCant, to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. How are you? Hi, Mike. I'm super well. How are you? I am doing great. So I think the the first the first thing right out of the gate is you are you are known around I, I'm gonna say the world because we're going big here. You are known around the world as the singing principal, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get everyone's interest peaked by saying that there's like it's not like principal like P R I N C P L E like you're and it's true you are a very principled person, but you are actually an elementary school principal, and we're gonna talk about that in just a second, and. Okay. But first, can you just tell tell us where you are? Tell us tell us what's going on a little bit on this beautiful day. Uh, well, it's, I'm here in Connecticut. I live in Orange, Connecticut, just outside New Haven, um, and it's been raining most of the day, so it's kind of gloomy. But we've had some beautiful weather, so I'm not complaining about that. Um, how I got started in, in music? Or, yeah. How how yeah. did how did were you a musician your whole life? You know, influences I, I, those kinds of things. I pursued music throughout high school in bands, and then in college I was in a few bands. We did some touring, and I started doing a single in in college because the band thing just kind of got in the way of classes and studies. Um, and I discovered I was at this uh, ski resort. And I was playing some of the 70s music and Crosby, Stills, and Nash and all that kind of music. And somebody said, can you play Dion on the Belmonts? And 
And I said, sure. And I played it. And they said, well, can you play um, a song by um, the Diamonds? And I said, sure. And I had all this music in my head. I have sisters that are about 10, 12 years older than me. So I listened to all this doo-wop music. Little did I know, I knew all the words. The chords, you know, it's a one, four, six, five. So they were very easy to play. And I played about six or seven of these requests. And the manager came over to me and said, um, anybody that requests a song that Al can't play the first eight bars will buy you a drink. And I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, <laughs> uh, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a high bar. So I did the best I could. And I realized there's a whole another market and genre to play the 50s and that kind of music as well. So I did a single for, um, I think, my senior year, junior year in college, playing a lot of the oldies. Uh, just kind of fell into that. Um, so I loved, loved doing that. And then as a teacher, I never thought I would get into children's music. Um, I was performing mostly a single. I was doing a lot of club work. And I would always be playing for the children. When I first started teaching, we'd have a Friday afternoon sing-along, um, and we'd do music from Peter, Paul, and Mary, um, Three Dog Night, and we'd sit around in the hallway and sing for half an hour before the buses were called for a Friday. Um, so it was mostly adult music that I was singing with the kids and a couple of folk songs, but never, even then, never in my wildest dreams that I ever think that I would be performing children's music as full-time. And um, when I had my own kids, um, we're listening to Raffi, um, Tom Chapin, and um, Red Grammar, and they really influenced me. And I said, they're writing music like I write pop music, but it just has a different twist. And I started writing um, some music for the schools, and I wrote a bunch of themes for, um, uh, we adopted a whale, and the whale's name was Half Moon, so I wrote a song uh, called Half Moon, the, hum the Humpback Whale, um, and we'd sing that in school. And uh, we had some character education programs. Um, I'd write music for that, and we'd perform those in schools. Again, never thinking that this was a, uh, going to lend myself into a career. Um, and I had been doing that ever since, and teaching. And then as a principal, it was got harder to perform. Um, but I was still doing some libraries, and I would visit schools in the summer. I'd take some vacation time and do that. Um, and lo and behold, I decided that, you know what, it's, it's time. I'm ready to just do this full time. And I, I think I mentioned this, that, you know, I reinvented myself. And people say, do you miss being a principal? Do you miss the kids? And I said, you know, I love my job, but I've moved on. Uh, I have a whole new career. And I still visit, I visit lots of elementary schools. I do programs now. And I do a literacy program. I do a character education program. I do an environmental program, as well as just some fun stuff. And so I see kids and I meet with principals all the time. And I sort of accidentally fell into working with younger children, um, the preschool age group. And I got involved in Music Together, which is a wonderful program. And I got some training in that. And I really liked it. Um, and I also got some training in a program called Music for Aardvarks, which is very similar. But they weren't satisfying me. They were missing. There's something that was missing from both of them. They're both wonderful uh, programs have great music, um, and I wanted to infuse a little bit more literacy and numeracy, so I decided to write my own, and I hooked up with um, Eric Litwin. He's the author of the first four Pete the Cat books. Huh. If you have children, you know who Pete the Cat Definitely, is. Definitely, yeah. Um, and they had a program, 
And so Eric said, look, I've got a program. Now, you don't have to write your own. You can use our curriculum. So I worked with them. Um, it's called The Learning Groove. And I started doing private classes for moms and dads and grandmas um, through their training. But what was different is he knew I was a writer. He knew I was an educator. And he said, if you have songs that you want to use that fill in, please do so. The other groups and the other programs they really didn't allow me to do that. Um, so I have an offshoot of that, and it's called Music for Little Superstars. Um, and it's all original music, and um, I do private groups, and I visit preschools now all throughout Connecticut, um, and some, sometimes out of state. And I probably visit anywhere from 12 to 14 preschools a month. So I'm busy, as well as libraries and elementary schools. And someone said, why do you work so much? I said, it's not work. It's just a labor of love. Um, and to create music for kids that's meaningful, um, a lot of this new CD has um, a lot of songs about, about caring and sharing, uh, but also um, about reading on, and the alphabet. So I'm really trying to promote literacy skills um, for kids that they can sing along with. Um, and, you know, I, do, I also do keynotes and uh, workshops for preschool teachers, and I've kind of fell into that by accident. Um, and I teach them how to do what I do and how important music and movement is and how you can incorporate music and movement with literacy and books. Um, so I do some keynotes. I do two-hour workshops for them. Um, and it's pretty well received. So they go back and I show them how to use different props and to get kids excited about music, but also reading. Some of the research just suggests, just to give you an idea, when you incorporate a movement into a song that you're trying to teach something to, children retain 50% more with a movement than without a movement. Um, so it's, it's very powerful. And I'm finding it just a joy. And to be able to perform and write my own music and uh, perform for kids and families, it's a, it's a joy. That's all I can say. One thing that you... Um that you said two things actually that you said that I want to sort of get get back to a little bit is the idea of numeracy we hear a lot about literacy but not a lot about numeracy so now, it, did I say type in the, if you type in the word numeracy it'll come up as misspelled it's not even a word but it's it's something that we use in education um, oh. <laughs> I know it's literacy everyone knows numeracy um, is the study of numbers and how numbers work um, and I've written a bunch of songs that incorporate counting. I haven't recorded them yet. Um, and guessing how many legs are on an elephant and how many tires on a car and how many tails on a frog. Do you know how many tails are on a frog? Well, there was one, but now there's none. Oh, you're so smart. Yes, oh, you are. Phew. I passed. All right, good. I impressed my principal. I did it. Well, so, um, yeah. <laughs> You passed the numeracy test. <laughs> um, and then the other thing was, so I know the importance of movement uh, when you're working with, with kids and when you're teaching kids music and, and the importance of, of hand motions or, or sort of tapping into that, that body kinesthetic, right? Like the idea of, of a kid moving their body and, and having that be a part of teaching the song. But I'd, mm -hmm. never, um, I'd never heard like a real like fact-based you know, outside of like the anecdotal thing that, well, this just works, but like you had a real number that you put to it, that it increases the likelihood of retention about 50%. That's, about that's, 50%. that's an that's amazing figure. Yeah. It's yes, really it significant. Yeah. Um, so, 
So I, I have to ask, it's not often that I get to talk to a a principal or a past principal or a, um, you know, so, someone in that role. So, and I think that you're fairly unique to, to answer this question. Well, I know you're fairly unique to answer this question. So growing up in elementary school, the principal is not always seen as a sort of jovial, fun, friendly, outgoing, funny person. But yet here you are all of those things was that part of like were you able to be yourself as it's, as a principal it's kind of an anomaly i i agree but yes and i always said to teachers and to people and parents don't take my good naturedness as weakness or something that you can take advantage of right um and they understood that so there was a serious side of me when it came to the academics and running the school but um I always had a smile on my face. I still have, I have a, <laughs> I'm smiling talking to you. Um, I'm generally a very happy kind of person. And, and um, I think, you know, walking down the hall, my first school, I had 650 kids. And I thought, okay, I have to learn everybody's name. And uh, that was quite an arduous task. All right. But when you do that, you make a connection with kids. Um, you know, talking about using a child, you know, hand movement, using a child's name empowers that child, gives them such self-confidence, like, you know, my name. So that's what's important. So, yeah, I was um, I had I didn't want to change who I was. Um, did I have to get. I want to say tough, but if something wasn't going right mm -hmm. um, and I had a teacher that wasn't performing, um, did I have to let them know? Absolutely. I wasn't afraid to do that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's that was the good the balance. And I did it in a, in a positive way. I'd never wanted to belittle anybody. Okay, well, that that thank you for thank you for saying that because and I think the idea of you know kids being known and kids being seen and being called by their name, especially by teachers and principals and and people in, in those kinds of roles, I think you're right. It really does make a really huge difference. Um, and I'm glad. So as principal, when you were in in your principal role, did you? you know, pull out the guitar and do songs with kids like at assemblies or things like that? Or was it... I, I'm going to have to admit all the time, Mike, <laughs> all the time. Uh, the first, my first job was, a, as was a, um, I was a, an assistant principal in a, in a fairly large school. Um, they had no character education program. And um, I came from a strong background of promoting as a classroom teacher, um, you know, a positive environment. So we adopted, I think it was Character Counts, and um, I wrote a couple of programs. And then we'd have these big assemblies to promote um, good character. Um, we bought tons of posters. It was really well received by the parents um, and the administration. So, yes, um, and every school I've ever been in, I've always been involved, even as the principal, um, with the music, you know, and... Um, I remember a teacher said to me, now I'm here, I am the, I was an assistant principal at the time. And she said, Al, she was a reading consultant. She said, we're having a, a group of children from another school um, and they're mostly bilingual and they're coming to our school and our kids, you know, pretty much, pretty much only speak English. She said, I need a song um, for them. And I said, oh, okay. Um, and I went home. I, I love the challenge. And, um, and I end up writing this song. It's called The Welcome Song. And it's saying hello in a variety of different languages. That's on my first CD, mm -hmm. Metamorphosis. Mm -hmm. um, and 
I visit schools and we sing. That's how that's an opening song for me. And I get teachers saying that, oh, we use that song every morning in our classroom. And I'm thinking, oh, that's that's so nice. And, yeah. you know, it's a really a nice. Uh, it makes me feel I've done something good for the classroom teacher and, and, and their school environment as well. Awesome. So, so yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, so how many records are there total? I know there's the new one that came out uh Earlier in the summer, um, this little world. But what? This are, little. So, have, what are the others? I have another CD called um, Metamorphosis. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember when the gentleman that was uh, designing the cover, he said, "You know, Metamorphosis. Kids aren't going to know what that is, Al." And I said, "Go into a preschool and ask any child what happens when a caterpillar turns into a butterfly. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you it's yeah. Metamorphosis." Um, so there's that was really. Uh, my first CD, I, I attempted to do some music earlier than that, and I produced it all myself. It was a terrible production. I think the songs were really good. Um, it was on cassette, and I didn't do a whole lot with it. Um, but I've taken some of that music, and I've rearranged it, and I've rewritten it. And um, I'm starting to use some of that now in some other recordings. So mm. uh, it's coming back to life again. Uh, Great. So this is really my... I would say my second serious attempt. Got it. So I'm fairly new at this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, but but there's a there's a polish that comes. I mean, it's specifically turning to the record and the music that I've heard from it. There's a polish and there's a sound, and you know you're not afraid to to get a little bit silly. You know the song like Bathtub Blues, like everyone. <laughs> you know, like and I think that you're. Uh, you coming at this with this real level of understanding child development and real level of understanding how to uh, engage a group of kids in, in any number of ways, right? Like it's one thing to, uh, you know, get everyone dancing and clapping. It's another thing to have a room full of, you know, I think you said 650 kids Mm -hmm. sort of quiet, you know, and you can hear a pin drop, and I'm sure you've been in that situation before. Um, I so I, I love that you you take this sort of breadth of experience and put it towards the the music and and what you're doing. So so tell me about the song "My Best Friend." I loved it musically. I loved what you're doing with it. Where where is this one coming from? Um, it's coming from the heart um, because kids always would talk about my best friend but they would always be talking about multiple friends. So it doesn't, it's not exclusively one particular person. If you talk to children, Oh, he's my best friend or she's my best friend. Um, and that's sort of where the song came from. Um, and you notice I talk about being in the classroom and doing some silly things, but also sharing and, and being caring to one another. So I'm, I'm always trying to uh, inject a little bit of, a lesson in the in in my songs about being kind and considerate to other people as well as the silly part mm-hmm. and i think the song has a little bit of everything um and and how a relationship should be if you're going to have a, good friends are kind to one another they can also have fun um and i talk about maybe getting into some mischief and that's okay but the, the core of the friendship is this this love for each other um, and the kindness and respect that they, they have for one another. Yeah. And coming from the principle, that message is even more, well, the singing <laughs> principle, I should say, it's even more important. A little mischief is okay, but kindness is even more important. Um, so, so why don't you choose one of the other songs from the record and, and, 
and just tell me a little bit about why it why it means a lot to you or why it's special to you or or maybe it's you know really fun in concert but uh Take take us through what you think is is another another song that people should really key in on when listening to the record. Um, well, the title track, "This Little World." Um, when I came up with the title, um, I thought to myself, "Well, what are some of the things that make up this little world?" And I thought about, okay, the kinds of foods that we love to eat, all the animals that we love. Um, there's a verse about the body parts and, you know, 10 little fingers, 10 little toes. Um, and there's a verse that I left out and it was all about family, um, mom and dad and uncles and aunts and grandpas. Um, when, when we were doing the song, my producer said, Al, you have too many verses. <laughs> um, I tend to write four or five, six verses for every song, mm-hmm. um, which is probably a good thing, but we had to weed one out. Um, and so I had to make that decision, but I think the song is, it's a happy song. Say hi, hello. Um, there's a little call and response in the song Mm -hmm. and, um, and it's just a fun kind of chorus. Uh, it gets well received when I do this in front of children. Um, and it's, it's a good song to also promote character education because we're concerned about, um, eating healthy. We're concerned about our environment and the animals. Um, and we're concerned about ourselves as human beings and being kind to one another. So it has, I think it has all of those components in that song. I think that's an overriding theme in most of my music. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's amazing. Yeah. So there, I love the layers. I love the levels. I love that you bring this, you know, again, like you bring this different perspective um, and you're able to take that, those like, big, big ideas, right? Character education, big ideas like literacy, numeracy, which is my, you know, obviously my new favorite word, but you're able to, to sort of (laughs) take them and strain them down and make them understandable and relatable for, for kids. And I think it's such a, and and I think that even beyond the message of the music, I think there's a, a, a message from you, the person that is really important for people to hear too, which is, you know, and it's been said a million times, but you actually did it. You actually decided, you know, there, there's something I really want to try. There's something I really want to do. And, and, you know, you mentioned to me that you had a really, really good support from, from your wife in -hmm. terms of pursuing this project. But I think that, you know, you believe in something, you're putting it out there in the world. The message is true. You know, you're, you're doing it for the right reasons. You have the experience to, to fall back on, to make it real. And and I just think that's such a commendable thing. And I'm really happy for you. And I'm really proud of you too, because it's a big step to change careers. It's really big. And I'm, I'm just thrilled that it's working out for you. It was very scary at first, especially when, you know, you think, Oh, I'm going to have all this work. And you realize how much marketing and promotion you have to do to get that work. And, and you know, you do a lot of free work. Um, and I was, I made myself, I was for hire for nothing just mm-hmm. to get a job at a school or a library, um, just to get my name out there. Yep. So no matter how big or small the job was, it didn't matter. You know, it was just the exposure. Um, and so now, you know, you get name recognition and people know who you are and what you do and it's, it's a wonderful thing, but it's not about me. It's really about the children and the message. And if I can promote literacy and your favorite word, numeracy um, <laughs> and and character <laughs> and kindness, um, you know, I have a whole theme called um, caring kids. 
and caring is an acronym for courteous, achieving, responsible, interested, neighborly, and growing. And I promote that in schools. And I, I have a, a little blurb about each one of those words. But the word caring, I, I talk about this, the most important word. It's only one word you have to remember. Um, and if you're caring, you're responsible, you're interested in your environment, you're going to do well in school, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, sometimes we have, we throw 10 different words at children, responsibility, um, positivity, you know, sometimes they just think that they're narrowed down to one thing. And I think caring or kindness seems to encompass all of that. So that's the message that I, I bring to schools, even to libraries. Um, I've had libraries ask me if I, can you do a caring concert for us? I said, absolutely. Oh, nice. Um, so all that being said, so much to offer so much going on for you um so many projects different things happening what are the best ways for people to keep up with you or to follow you or be in contact with you or you know any any of those number of ways that that people connect these days sure well you, they can always find me on aldecant.com that's my website um and there i have all my music and you can listen to my music for free there um if you want to download it that's as well but i put the whole thing out there so you know because there's some people that just can't afford to download it so they can go there they can listen to it i'm on spotify now um amazon you can buy my cds cd baby which is um mm -hmm. i've been selling c cds like crazy on cd baby um, i didn't think i was going to sell much but um we i'm restocking 50 cds at a time so i'm not getting rich but it's a lot of fun and it's it makes me feel good to know that people are actually interested in, in the yeah. music. And, um, I, I, and I will plug plug for you here and say that CD Baby is the way. If you really want to support someone like Al, that's the way to do it because I believe that has the highest percentage of the sale going back to the artists. My understanding it does. is correct. Yes. I would get tons of pages from um, dozens and dozens of downloads from um, – I won't maybe I, well like I, iTunes mm -hmm. they pay you they pay you a penny yeah per, yeah so, so, it's, <laughs> so that, yes we got yeah, you we not, got yeah, you yeah it's um it's not not that you know I'm not trying to get rich but I think that's a little unfair but well making a <laughs> making a living is an important thing um, okay well Al uh, thank you so much for sharing so much of your story with us and I, I really again like congratulations and proud of you and it's it's really been great talking to you and getting to know you mike it's been wonderful speaking with you and uh thank you i this was a wonderful opportunity and uh i, I thank you for that no problem and that is the singing principal al decant i hope you enjoyed that and got something out of it and support al check him out find him follow him check out his music it's good he knows what he's doing right you can't say that a principal would not know what they're doing when it comes to working with kids and kids music right so now with no further talking by me here is the singing principal al decant song my best friend from the album this little world talk to you soon friends
are we Always two friends together You and me Friends are we Good friends together forever You're my best friend Through thick and thin Wherever we go People will know We're best of friends I can share all my secrets And you'll never tell That's something I like about you I'll share what is mine with you anytime Cause friendship's all about caring If I get the giggles, you start to laugh And nobody else thinks we're funny We try holding it in You know we can't win We just roll on the floor being silly You're my best friend Stuff.